Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood with Chris and Rachel. We're talking about all things parenting. The mishaps, the struggles, and maybe even some motivation. Grab your coffee. Or wine. And join us for some Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We are so excited to be here today. I'm Rachel, and I've got Chris with me. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fun one. <laughs> I usually say, woohoo, so I'm spicing it up. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if we're ready. So today we have Michelle here. We need all the makeup tips we can get. So thank you so much for coming on, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited and very, very honored that you would ask me to be on this. We love, love, love following you on Instagram. So we're so excited to have you Oh, thank you. And to pick Thank your brain you. a little bit. Good. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got started on Instagram. Well, um, on Instagram, really, I started because I've been a hairstylist for almost 20 years. That's totally going to age me. And so um, <laughs> hairstylist, makeup artist, and I just love the art. I ended up moving away from where I did hair for the longest time. And so I think I started my Instagram really just trying to build my clientele here in a new area. And then I sort of, it opened me up to a whole nother world of blogging and Instagram and online stuff. And so that's sort of where it got me going. And then I just went from there and I've just really have enjoyed it and kicked it off that way. So do you have any kids yourself? Yes, I have two boys. Um, My oldest, all boys. I can't get away from (laughs) the boys, but (laughs) yeah, my oldest is 13 and my youngest is 10. They're almost, their birthdays are coming up. So they're almost 14 and 11, which is crazy. So we're in the team. Oh my gosh. We hear so much about. I, yeah, we're, we're (laughs) in them and it's, it's very different than the little phases. So I feel like motherhood. So yeah, I feel like every stage is something new to learn. Um, yeah, teen is a whole different ballpark that I'm like totally deathly afraid of. <laughs> I have to imagine with um, their ages that right now it's just a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> yes, oh. all the time. So yes, the it, that's the good thing and bad thing because really if I want them to stay busy, they would just play video games all day. So I could get a yeah. lot of stuff done. But the bad thing, they could stay on it all day. And that's the constant battle of just saying, no, you have to turn it off. We have to put on time limits. We take it away when things don't happen. Anyway, so it's, yeah, 
you it can, consumes our house. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you can use it for pretty good leverage, though, I'm assuming, if, <laughs> if, yes. if it comes down to it. <laughs> yes, okay. a lot of leverage. <laughs> uh, well, we love, love your makeup post. So we have, I could have written questions all day. Like, I had to stop myself <laughs> and be like, okay, this is plenty to talk about. So starting off, what do you think is the best foundation for everyday wear? And what's the best way to apply it? Okay, my number one favorite foundation that I love and that I use daily is Youngblood. It's a it's a brand that a lot of people don't know about, actually. Um, I stumbled upon it. Um, really, it was at the beauty supply store. And I was yeah. like, hey, I'd never seen this before. I'm going to try it out. Um, it's a liquid mineral foundation, actually. And my skin's very sensitive and I break out really easily. And so I took it home, tried it out and instantly fell in love with it. And I use it on all of my, whenever I do weddings or events, um, that's sort of the foundation that I use and everyone, no one has heard of it. Yeah. (laughs) And they're always like, what is this? you know, foundation and everybody, when I'm done, they're like, what is that foundation? I want some because it's, it's a liquid mineral foundation. So it's great for all types of skin. It's great for sensitive skin. And it's actually, it goes on, it's a liquid, but it dries dry. And so it doesn't feel like you have anything on your face, which is, I think huge. (laughs) I think it's huge because I, I love makeup, but I don't feel like I want to feel like I'm caked with makeup all day. And especially when I, the trend right now, that, that very caked, cakey. (laughs) Well, I think that's the thing is you have to find that balance of looking natural, but yet covered. You know, Um, that's what I always say. I'm like, I want it to look like I'm wearing makeup, but not like I'm wearing makeup. You know, like I don't look like I rolled out of bed, but I don't want to be like, whoa, she's wearing makeup. (laughs) Right. Well, and that's with Young Blood. That's really what I had found. So, what the the creator of Young Blood? She's an esthetician, and so the uh, aha when I figured that out, and I'm like, no wonder because she's dealing with people's skin and it is very lightweight and it covers really nicely, but yet it's not heavy and it's not going to clog your pores. So I have totally fallen in love with that brand for the foundation and anyone that I've used it on, they pretty much are trying to figure out how they can find it to get it because you can't get it at Sephora. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it is fun. It is a different brand. Um, but I do love their foundation for sure. Um, but I will always apply it with a beauty blender or, um, I use, it's called a perfector sponge. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much a beauty blender. It's cheaper. Um, a sponge you for sure, any of anything like that you want to make sure. And I've found out from people that they'll get one and they, use it dry. And if you're using it dry, you don't use it dry. Like you have to get it wet and then squeeze out the water and, you know, with a towel. So it's just movable, slightly damp. Um, and then it's basically going to move your foundation really nicely and make it look sort of airbrushed onto your face. And it's not going to, yeah. Are you using it dry? You've never, 
Yeah, no, I have never, ever gotten the sponge wet ever in my life. <gasps> well, girl, you're doing it wrong. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know. Well, I knew I was doing makeup all wrong. I've been so excited about this podcast. But I'm sure I'm going to learn all kinds of things. We're going to have to listen to this again and take notes. Yes. <laughs> you, so do you get that foundation at the beauty supply store still? or um, You can online. You can find it okay. online. You all, I have so many links. So if you go to my blog. Um, I have a few makeup tutorials and, and all of my makeup tutorials, I have a list of all of my products that I've used and I have links there. You can also Google Youngblood and they have a website and you, they will mail it to you. Um, Links are in my, on my blog um, that you can find anything that I use, but yes, those, those little sponges you want to get wet down, like wring them out with a towel and then that's when you're going to use it and apply and move and you want to make sure you want to go and like stipple it like you want to pat it in you don't want to smush it around your face if you're rubbing (laughs) it you're basically rubbing the product off your face you pat it in problem another (laughs) tip for you yeah i'm doing it all wrong (laughs) what's your favorite eyeshadow palette okay so another i found um it's a new makeup line (laughs) <laughs> um okay. have you heard of mascara yes i okay. love mascara okay. i'm like do you i'm thinking like literally mascara no. like, i'm not that bad at makeup yeah it's got a k in it yes it's, there's a so, k in it okay. it's called mask with m-a-s-k and Kara. her the lady that um started it her name's Kara, so it's called mascara pretty much after her mm. um i had found hers and her why I love her eyeshadow palettes is because you can actually buy her eyeshadows individually and you can make your own palette into what other whatever colors you're wanting and you only uh, you know how you buy like a big old palette and it's $50 and then you run out of you one of your eyeshadows and yeah. all you need is that one color but you're like you can't buy the one color and now yeah. you have to buy the whole thing again <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. that's what I when I figured out mascara and um I just love that for customers I was like they could just buy an individual color and it's going to save them so much more money in the long run all their, I love all their stuff and you can yeah. make your eyeshadow their yeah. palettes are all movable like with, yeah um, they have highlight and contour colors yeah. and blushes and yeah. you can put it all and put it all, it all together it's great uh-huh. yeah I, I was, love I just made a cart on mascara um <laughs> And it was $160 because I went a little overboard. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't hit checkout yet. But I was like, I need all of these new colors for winter. You know, I need to yep. I need to get some, get some, uh, ch- change my, you know, colors up. And then yep. I was like, well, maybe, maybe not today. <laughs> I went a little overboard. So no, it's, it's so fun because you can mix and match and it's all um, magnetic to the compact mm-hmm. and so you can oh. add you can add your powders you can add your contour colors um your illuminator that's their highlights and their eyeshadows and you can put it all in the same compact so when you're traveling it's very small and and at home it's very small so their eyeshadows i really do love and you can intermix and you can it's very user friendly that's awesome. awesome. Okay, yeah. so what is your favorite brand of makeup brushes, and or do you just mix and match brands? I love mascaras, makeup brushes for sure. They their mascara, their brushes are you get two in one, so mm-hmm. it's double ended. 
which is awesome. So another thing that she was trying to compact things, you know, put things so you don't have to get as many. Um, so I do love their brushes hands down with doing makeup for so many years. Um, their bristles are very high quality and good pricing. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're not too expensive, but I also use Luxie brushes. Um, Luxie is really, I love their brand too. Very high quality. Um, and they're very pretty too. I, I like pretty aesthetic things. (laughs) They have to be, they have to be pretty and they have to be functional, good pricing and good quality. So I would say pretty yeah like a pink so, brush I'm like I love it <laughs> oh, all yeah so mascara all of their back. stuff are they're beautiful they're like oh, gold great. and rose gold colors mm-hmm. um, like, so oh, oh no I'm in trouble yes yeah so, so they're you're in trouble for sure <laughs> okay they're very beautiful so I have to know has been like the most overhyped or um things that people just like all the YouTubers go on and on about and you've used it and you just you're not a fan of it well that's okay so I don't really I've used a lot of different products and I think makeup is very subjective on what could be overhyped and what's not overhyped um and I really think the biggest overhyped thing which is so funny and this is not mascara in the beauty but mascara actually that you put on your eyes Mm-hmm. I really feel like I always go to grocery store mascaras that hands down. I feel, I don't know why, like the expensive mascara really doesn't, is not that much different than store-bought. So really when I think about overhyped is like mascara that is $30 when you can go get mascara for eight, $6 at the grocery store yeah. that does the exact Girl, same and, thing. And your eyelashes like. Oh, my, easily my favorite bloggers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, well, those are for sure falsies. So those are Ardell um, or the um, Huda Beauty. I love falsy eyelashes. But yes, um, do, you, do you wear them every day or just? No, when I get ready. Uh, and that's the thing is when you would think because I do hair and makeup that I get ready all the time. I know. <laughs> it's like the sh- it's like the shoemaker you know it's like I'm the last yes. to sort of get myself ready um yes. but of course when I need to go somewhere um if I have a girl's night I'm for sure have my lashes on my falsies on um if and I'm then do you put mascara over them so you want to put your mascara on first First, and okay. then put your falsies on and if you have good falsies you don't need to put mascara on your falsies so do you glue do you do glue on yeah okay so i so good though like they're not they're not obviously visibly falsies like the first second you see it you know what i mean oh thank you yeah thumbs up (laughs) thank you i mean i've seen them where they like start in the middle of the eye and i'm like what is that what happened there you know yeah i think it's finding good brand and what you what sort of goes with your eye shape so yeah that, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So what are some of the makeup trends right now that you're loving? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Surviving Motherhood podcast. We are so thankful for our listeners that have made our podcast a success so far. If you haven't already, head on over to our Instagram page at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com to get all the latest news on our podcast. And also, if you're interested in getting involved in another way, you can head on to Facebook and go to Surviving Motherhood, It Takes a Village, search that, and then a group will pop up. And that's where we do all the behind the scenes talking. I kind of give you some previews on what's going to come up on the podcast, and you get to interact with other listeners. If you haven't done it already, go join. Thanks, everyone. This is like a love-hate. I love contouring, really. Yeah. I think, hands down, if you know how to contour, it's going to completely change your face and your look. Um, If you go and look on my Instagram, like, I have my, like, contouring my nose. Like, seriously. Well, that's my friend always says this. She's like, I feel like you transform your face every time, Michelle. (laughs) If you were to see me completely raw and with no makeup on I look completely different and that's what I love about contouring it's the simple highlighting and highlighting the good and diminishing the bad or you know, not the bad but yeah. you know like sort of shaping your face and contouring does that and I love that you know it's becoming a trend that everybody can learn this and do this and but yeah, I yeah. do you hate it at this for that um I have a tutorial on nose contouring. I will be doing more on um, the full face, but I have one just on specific nose contouring Um, because I feel like the nose is the hardest one that I feel like a lot of people don't really try to do it. You know, like they do maybe the cheeks, they do the forehead, but they skip the nose completely. And if you go on my Instagram and that the before and after – Cause my face is like, my makeup is fully done. I just don't have my nose contoured and I look like I have a complete nose job. Like it's completely yeah. different and it can completely change your look. And so I, I do love that, you know, contouring is so big right now. I do hate it though, too, because, you know, some girls really are trying, you know, they're trying, Hey, I'm totally happy. They're trying. <laughs> it's usually the 20 year old. And they're not blending enough or they're doing too much and they're oh, making yeah. too many lines. And it's like, okay, yes. we, we need to take it a step further. It still needs to blend and look like I'm saying, like with the foundation, like it needs to look like it's a natural thing. So you got to keep blending. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing. Whenever I'm talking about contouring, I'm like, just blend, 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 keep blending. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
I have a really big nose in my own eyes. I'm sure it's not that big in other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. But so I really need to learn how to, which mine sticks out though. I don't know if there's much contouring next. No, that's <laughs> like my profile. Well, that that's that mine. Hurt. No, go watch my video. That's the one thing um, I would have to say. Like I've always never really loved my nose. My nose is sort of, I've always said it's sort of a witch nose. Like, and of course that's me talking negative about myself but you know like we all like nitpick about our little things but um because my nose profile it is pointy it's longer um and it's a little bit wider and I do have really deep set eyes and I've always had those lines underneath my eyes since I was born and when contouring became a thing and I could really diminish those lines and skim down my nose like it was just like happy day for myself (laughs) and it does make a huge difference and then you see in pictures and it's just like oh I have a teeny tiny nose and it's like "Mm, really I don't (laughs) it's so petite yeah Uh, so we kind of already covered this but of of the trends you're ready to ditch is over contouring one of them (laughs) I would say yeah that's the one that I would for sure like just like we were saying at the beginning it's like I feel like a lot of YouTubers, of course, you're seeing all these major makeup looks because it's Mm -hmm. eye shocking and wow. And you can really see it from the video perspective. You know, once I started doing videos, I noticed like you have to do more, like it has to be brighter, darker and bigger. Um, So of course they're doing it for video and for attention, but yeah, at the same time, like we don't want to be walking around with major bright dark eyes or major contour you know everything needs to be blended in real life (laughs) yes Yes. how do you feel about overlined lips um I no I feel like you can do it in a good way you know and do it that it no one would notice or no I feel like for sure, like, because the Kardashians do it, like, yeah. some people will try to do it, and they don't know how to do it correctly, and then it looks funny. You look like a clown. Um, if you just want to, if you stay over just overlining the center of your lips, um, once you get to the sides of your mouth, if you're overlining that, that's where it looks fat, and it looks yeah, funny. So, sense. you know, if you're doing it in the right spots, um, I say go for it because my upper lip, I always sort of overline that to make it a little bit bigger because my lower lip's a little bit fuller. Yeah. And so it evens that out. So that's the fun thing with makeup. It really comes down to you're really just trying to balance. It's an art form, really. Yeah. Like that's how I look at it. It's you're balancing out what your eye visually is trying to see balance. And so none of our faces are balanced or even. And so really what you're trying to do is just make it look even and appealing to the eye. And that's what makeup is. And so it's totally fun. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Do you have any tips when applying makeup to help us to look, look like we're um, tired moms? (laughs) Well, for sure, you know, (laughs) yeah, for sure. The contouring and make sure that, you know, you have a little bit lighter of a contour or foundation underneath the eye you know, I think that's, or like on the inside of your eye, because I feel like on the inside of your eye, our skin color is a little purpley. And mm-hmm. so it makes it a little darker. It looks a little tired because <laughs> of course tired. as moms, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As moms, we are tired. And yeah. so to 
just make sure that you brighten and put concealer on the inside of your, like on the sides of your nose, on the inside of your eyes and underneath. Yeah. Another thing, when we are getting older though, because we are getting more fine lines and wrinkles underneath the eyes, which is not fun and we don't want it to admit, we don't want to do too much cakey underneath the eye, but we want to at least put some powder under there to brighten it up. Because um, if we do too much underneath the eye, it will start to set in those wrinkles. Um, Ooh, so, you know, something really lightweight, but will cover the underneath and then set it with a good powder. Okay. I think anything to make our eyes look a little bit brighter will help all of us look more awake <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and younger. Definitely. So what is, what do you feel like is the biggest makeup mistake that most women make that you see most frequently? Not contouring their nose, right? That's, I've just seen some girls that it's like they have lines in their nose, you know, <laughs> noses and it's like, or, or their foundation doesn't match their skin. You yes. know, that they, they have a line along the chin instead of blending it down their neck or, you know, maybe they had a tan in the summer and they don't have it now, but they didn't change their foundation. They've yeah. got an orange face and their white neck. Yeah. You know, you got to have a few shades of what skin you're as your skin's doing now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Summer and winter colors. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So if you could only put on one type of makeup, what do you think is the most important kind? Like um, feature or whatever. I think really what would change and what I totally miss is really having lashes on 24 seven. Yeah. Um, I did have lash extensions for the longest time and then I moved and never really committed to trying to find a girl here. <laughs> um, but lashes, honestly, you wake up, you know, you have lashes. It just sort of makes you look like you have makeup on. Yeah. So I think lashes make a huge difference. And so falsies are always fun for events and a girl's night out. And, and I think so many people, so many women are afraid to put falsies on because it looks intimidating um, or they've tried yeah, it and it's terrible. like, it didn't work. Um, I do have a tutorial on my blog about how to, the e how I do it and an easy tip to make it hands down, like in the perfect place every time. But I really feel like lashes make a huge difference when your makeup's on and off. It just makes you, makes you look awake too. Yes. If I like am going somewhere sometimes and don't have time, I'll like throw on mascara and I'm like, there we go. I look yeah. like a, you know, yeah. moisturizer <laughs> and mascara. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I've tried yeah. a little. <laughs> but also I feel another good thing is like having brows too. Mm -hmm. You're having your brows done. That's another, like if someone does their full makeup and they didn't do their brows, it's like, you need to have some brows. We need to fill that in a little bit or, or at least shape them decent. You know, mm -hmm. I think brows make a huge difference yes, too. I agree. Okay. So yeah. this are your top three must have products of all time. Brushes. When I see anyone, you know, telling me, oh, my makeup doesn't apply that well, or like, I can't do it. And then I see their brushes and I'm like, Phew. Well, that's why yeah. <laughs> like you're struggling because you, you know, you need to keep your brushes clean mm -hmm. um, and you need good brushes that will totally change how your makeup applies. Um, brushes you need, I think you need um, a good moisturizer before yeah. you put on your makeup because I feel like your skin, your health skin 
is very important to have good makeup. You know, like, do you put on the moisturizer literally right before you put on makeup? Well, it depends. I have my skin regimen is like, (laughs) I probably have like 20 items and it depends on when I put on just because I have very sensitive skin and I finally figured out what works for me. I have Mm -hmm. my nighttime stuff, my morning time stuff. And so for me, because my skin is so sensitive and I've had major problems with it, um, I've had major breakouts. So I feel like having good, healthy skin makes your makeup look so much better. You know, you don't want to be covering over, you know, you know, acne and um, all that. That's we want to fix that problem, too. So I feel like a good moisturizer to be able to put your makeup on that will help you. Um, I think moisturizer is key. And that's I love in mascara. There's a the milk moisturizer. I use that at night. It's very heavy and it's very heavy and creamy. So I only use it at night, but I feel like it moisturizes my skin throughout the night. So then during the day, it's even actually, which you would think because I break out and I get zits a lot that you don't want a heavy cream, but you almost need to nourish it because I'm constantly putting stuff on it to combat the acne. The milk moisturizer for sure, hands down, is one of my like must-haves. At nighttime. I and haven't then, tried that one yet, so I need to add that one. You have to try it. <laughs> it's it's honest, it, like At first, I was sort of like, oh, I don't know if I could like this because it was super thick. But it actually, it evened my skin out even better because it was almost like it just gave it the nourishment it needed at night. Yeah. So during the day, like it just it didn't feel over dry, you know. That's awesome. So, I do love that. And then I feel like uh, the perfector sponge that mascara has or the Mm -hmm. beauty blender that you need Mm -hmm. one of those. Like I think hands down, it's just sort of evens everything out really nicely. It does help blend your contouring. Um, It just, it does a lot. So I think that's, so those are my three must haves. It obviously is nothing to, it's none of makeup products. But I think having those basics is what you need to have. And then you can use whatever products you love with it. I want to, I want to say that their setting spray is amazing. Uh-huh. I don't have the you, one with SPF, but I need to, I want to, I want to order the one with SPF too. Yeah, no, the setting spray. Well, and you can use that before you apply your makeup too. So that you can use. Wonders. Yeah. Yeah. I love I didn't it. Think it I was a, really, really great. Yes. It smells like a tropical vacation. Um, yes. I didn't think I was really a setting spray person until like, oh. I, I, yeah. And then I used it and I was like, okay. Cause I'm a very light, uh, like light coverage. I knock yes. on wood so far. <laughs> My skin is pretty, um, easy to deal with so I can get away with like uh-huh. a light to medium coverage. But, uh-huh. um, so I've never, I've just never cared that much about it. Oh, okay. This is why I need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. Cause it's those things that you thought like, what do I need that for? And then once you exactly. realize why people use it and you go, oh, like it really does help hold your makeup in place. And I could go yes. on and on like an eye primer. You need an eye primer before uh, you put on your eyeshadows that will make your eyeshadow stay on all day. Like 
Yeah, yeah. to pick three, I can't pick three. <laughs> I could go on yes. and on. <laughs> that would be a hard one. Okay, now we have a few non-mom questions that we ask. First one is, what is your biggest mom thing? What's your biggest mom worry? The things that you obsess over? No, I I think right now, obviously, like I said earlier, I feel like every stage of life, as your kids get older, it, you stress about different things. And I think my biggest stress right now is, am I teaching my kids how to be good human beings? Like, it sounds so weird and cliche, but with my oldest being 13, he's almost 14. um, He's going to be in high school next year, which is so crazy to me. And when we sit and talk with him and we're like, you only have, well, now he has four and a half more years, you know five years until he graduates from high school. And that really like hit me with a ton of bricks of like, Oh my gosh, like we're on the countdown. (laughs) And I know junior high and high school are major years of development and you change a ton from eighth grade till your senior year. So I know he's going to go through a lot. Um, But it just, I don't know. The last year, it really has weighed on me of like, oh my gosh, have I taught him everything? Like, I know we have all these years left, but I think that's my biggest worry is, are they going to be good human beings in when they graduate and move on from here? Yes. (laughs) That's definitely concerned. Yes. I I didn't realize, uh, I when Adeline went to, my daughter is five and she just went into kindergarten and I was like, I remember the week or two before kindergarten, I was like, wait, um, make sure you say please and thank you before this. And yeah. like <laughs> trying to like, like, well, yeah. what if, uh, <laughs> yeah. what can I, what can I help you with before you go? So yeah. I, yeah, I completely yeah. understand that one. Well, right, and it's so hard now. because once they hit like junior high, it's like, okay, well now they really, they're trying to, you know, learn independence and they want independence. Yeah. And at the schools, they're trying to teach them independence. So we don't, I don't go and talk with the te- you know, I go to parent teacher conference, yeah. but it's very detached and it's a very different feeling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, ah, yes. <laughs> and which so is okay. Hard. I want, I want him to be independent and I want him to do his thing, but then they have to, they have to fall a lot to figure that out. And that's sort of hard to watch. Cause you're like, oh, you yes, can do it. You can hard. do it. Okay, so how do you relax at the end of a long day? For sure, I would say a shower or a bath. Mm-hmm. Like that is, I think that sort of de-stresses me, like the steam and yes. the quietness. <laughs> um, yes. Or like a good, funny TV show. I'd say my husband and I will always finish the day off with a good, funny you know, yeah. we watch How I Met Your Mother or Seinfeld, which those are yeah. oldies and goodies. Yes. But, you know, like we just almost have to end the day with just a happy, good laugh. Yes, and completely agree. not think about the stresses of whatever has happened and just have a good laugh and enjoy the now. And I'd say that's sort of our stress reliever. Yeah. <laughs> what is one tip you would give to a new mom um, about parenting? I would say, um, let your husband help. Oh, that's a good one. I I think that's huge. Um, after all of my years of doing hair and talking to so many women, you know, in the chair, I feel like so many women, you know, we put all the pressure on ourselves 
and and I was you know same way of like I remember being the new mom and feeling like my whole life has changed and you get to go to work like what just happened here and you know and when you're nursing it is all on you but then um there are ways that, you know, it's like, maybe you need a good night's sleep and you need to tell your husband, like I pumped and here's some, some milk and you need to feed tonight. Like I need to sleep tonight. Like, I feel like not enough women voice what they need in that, yeah. in those moments. And I feel like it sort of goes on into the rest of their marriage that it's like, I feel like so many women want that control and they feel like they do it right. And, yeah. you know, if you're not letting your husband help, then I feel like men tend to like, okay, well, you don't need my help. So I'm just going to do my thing. Yep. And then years down the road, they're like, Whoops. you know, mad at their husband for not doing anything, but it's like, they haven't let them help. It's like, you need to let your husband just figure it out too. Like let mm-hmm. the husband do what they want with the kids and don't nag him about it because he's helping. Like you go do your mm-hmm. thing. You go get your pedicure, let husband figure it out. And let them help you. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that any moms could do is let your husband help you. That, so that's a really, one. really good one because I, I definitely have struggled with that. Mm-hmm. It, you, mm-hmm. just, you just know what to do. They're your kids. Well, and our yeah. hardest, our hardest uh, transition, we have four little boys. And our hardest mm-hmm. was going from one to two. And the reason is yeah. because with yeah. just one... I never really asked him to do a whole lot. And then once we yeah. had two, I'm like, hello, I can't take yeah. care of all these kids. <laughs> yeah. I think all these years later, because um, so many friends had asked me, like, how, why does Caleb, you know, my husband's name is Caleb. Um, how does he help? Why does he help so much? And all this stuff. And, and I think because right off, I worked right after I had both of my kids. I worked and we owned a salon um, with oh, yeah. one of them. And. And so I was that wife that I was like, the days I'm going to work, you're watching the kit. You're like, you're getting up, you're feeding at your yeah. night. And, you know, the days I went to work, he cooked dinner that night. And I really was vocal of like, this is what you need to do because yeah. we both are having these kids. Yeah, and absolutely. it's really been our whole marriage. And I feel like we have a good team with it. And now I'm home more. And so I take tackle a lot more just at the house but at the time when we had new ones it was like I had to and I told him and I feel like so many women don't yeah and then they're mad when they don't help and you're like well you have it you have never asked yeah you never asked yep absolutely well Michelle it has been awesome having you on I feel like I learned so much I'm gonna literally like listen back and take some notes (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for having me this was so fun Yay. Well, where can everybody find you? What are your um, social media handles and all that fun stuff? So I'm pretty much Michelle's Beauty Room everywhere. Michelle's Beauty Room on Instagram. um, Michelle's Beauty Room on YouTube. Michelle's Beauty Room on Facebook. (laughs) On my Instagram, I have my, um, um, the link to my blog. My blog is Michelle's Beauty Room, or you can find me Michelle Houghton. Either of them go to the same place for my blog um but on my blog it has a link to all of my stuff and that's in on instagram too so okay great well i know we'll be checking out some contouring tutorials probably right now <laughs> yep <laughs> we'll have, and we'll also have link where you guys can find michelle on our instagram at surviving motherhood podcast and 
also over on our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com. And thank you so much, Michelle. We've really appreciated you coming on. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and good luck surviving motherhood. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.